Shalom, my beautiful souls. I'm Caro, your host, the French Jewish girl living in LA. I'm a certified life and weight loss coach, a mother, and a passionate woman surrounded with extraordinary people. I am truly blessed. And this podcast is my mitzvah to you, my way of paying it forward and tikkun olam. Listen in as each week I share with you the formula to an amazing life. I share with you my stories and my secrets to help you to create a blessed life you can truly love. Bonjour tout le monde. Hello everybody. As our children are going through challenges that I think we could not really have anticipated, One of the most common thing I have been hearing from my clients who are parents or who are grandparents or even who are friends of friends with children is that they don't know how to help their kids feel better and better manage their lives. And so today and over the next few episodes, probably, I want to teach you something schools won't ever teach your children, which is how to help them best manage their mind so that they can not only cope very well with any uncertainties of life coming at them, but also where they can learn how to create their own destiny on purpose. But before we dive in, I would like to take a small moment to thank all of you listening to my podcast. Uh, we are now in over 100 cities around the world, which is fantastic news um, because this is really the purpose of this work for me. It's my mitzvah to provide help and support to you no matter where you are and what you are dealing with. And today, in particular, I would like to read and acknowledge a recent review um, that was left over the weekend by uh, someone under the pseudo of Stendalish. I guess somebody reading Stendhal, the, the writer, right? Um, and so she says, thanks so much, Caro, for your thoughtful and caring insight clear and engaging explanations, empathetic and non-judgmental guidance. I will take your advice and re-listen to this episode while taking notes. In this episode, she says, the F word will set you free, which I think, by the way, is episode number 28, if you would like to check it out. She says, you address something I have found unconquerable. Now I have rational steps to follow, and for that, I am most appreciative. Merci beaucoup. Well, thank you so much. Merci beaucoup to you, Standalish. You have seriously no idea how happy this review and your reviews in general make me. For me to know that the combination of my training, of my experiences, of my um, life values and my passion in wanting to help you and others feel better and share with you those tools every week to help you overcome struggles that you thought that she thought unconquerable is just really bringing emotional tears to my eyes and just so much gratitude, so much love and even more passion and drive for this work that I do because I know it is making a difference in your lives. And this is really, really my greatest purpose. So thank you for, for sharing and for taking a minute to write um, a review. Thank you, Standalish. 
And please, you guys, no matter what episode is your favorite, if you could just go to Apple Podcast or to Podchaser, if you're listening uh, from an Android phone, and subscribe to the podcast. It's free and you'll be notified of the new episodes weekly. And also, um, you know, I invite you to rate it and leave me a short review. And next week, I'll be reading your review. So thank you for that. Um, so back to helping children grow to give them tools that personally I wish were taught, you know, in school for my kids, but I wish were taught in school for me when I was a kid. So, you know, most children we know have been very affected by the recent pandemic, right? Zooming and feeling isolated for over a year. And then with the reopening came the feeling of stress and anxiety again, and even a fear sometimes, fear of going back to normal after having lived in a bubble for so long. I have to say, you know, I think my kids have done rather well through it all. But I, and I really think, you know, not to brag, but I really think this is really down to my being a certified life coach, you know, my having the tools to teach them how to process their emotions with, you know, the concrete examples of their daily life, you know, literally coaching them like on the spot um, and ultimately showing them how to use their brain to their best advantage and not let fear or other negative feelings, you know, dictate their actions and ultimately, um, you know, creating the results in their lives. So, you know, prior to the pandemic, and I think even more so now, I, I always felt and I always told my kids that, yes, studying and doing well in their academics was important. No question about that. But in my, in my opinion, that is not what matters most. You know, um, happiness and functioning well in society as a responsible human being, that's not taught in university. And that doesn't come from your level of intelligence. And to me, if they understand, you know, even, first of all, good nutrition, because that's also at the root of a well-functioning mind, um, not to man mention well-functioning body and long-term overall health. So that to me is super key. Uh, but also if they understand where happiness and where every other emotion comes from, then that's the true formula for success in their life and in their health. And I think that starts from introducing those concepts to them, even when they're still little. A bit like, you know, reading them a book they don't yet fully understand, you know, but at least it opens their mind. And so, you know, many of my clients tell me, oh my God, I wish I had learned this formula of life, life sooner. Like right when we go through the sessions and I, and I show them the model and I show them the formula of life and I show them, you know, that their thinking is creating um, their result. They're like, their mind is, you know, blown away. And they said, oh my God, it would have saved me a lot of grief and a lot of time to learn this much earlier in my life. So I think it's never too early. And then for our teenagers and, and beyond, that's just very, very powerful concept for them to grasp now, you know, as there's so much pressure from peer, from social media, from all that's going on in the world. Um, I would also say that, you know, for my kids, like having me as their mom model exactly what I teach, you know, by example, 
is the best because they see that it works. They see that it's not some woo-woo theory and and that it is backed up by facts, that it works, that I am living the life I am absolutely meant to live, that I am living the life that I intentionally created for myself. And I can only wish this for them, seriously. Um, Number one, you know, to never be afraid to be who they are meant to be. Number two, to never be thrown off by what other people think of them. Um, And number three, to make decisions based on love and never on fear, because that is the only way to grow. That is the only way you can receive what you are wishing for in your life. And I have many friends who, you know, did not send their kids back to school because of their own fears of the virus, not because their kids were afraid or didn't want to go back. But then from their own fears, they transmitted that fear into their children. And, you know, we have to evaluate that. So my kids personally, you know, they embraced going back to school and it was a beautiful thing to see. You know, of course they were, you know, with their masks and washing hands and doing all that was necessary. Um, but more than that, what could we do, right? So it was amazing just to see how responsible it has made them. And, and, um, and of course, no judgment on those who chose to stay home. You know, everyone has their own reasons. And as long as you love your reason, then who are we to say anything? You know, that's whatever works for you. But in this episode, I want to give you tools to help you help your children better understand how their brain works and how this knowledge can help them not only feel happier, but also achieve more of what they truly want in their life as they grow up. I truly believe that this knowledge will serve them throughout their lives and that it can help prevent a lot of the hardship and the struggles so many adults, not to say most adults, face today. So I recommend you grab your notebook and a pen and you take some notes. I'll give you a minute while you do that. Um, So I want to suggest that you start by telling your child, uh, whether your child is young or older, doesn't matter, tell your child that the first thing that you're going to teach them about is something God give each of us, right? It's something they, we don't pay a single dollar for, yet that is worth an endless amount of money. And that thing is their brain. I would like to suggest that you explain to them that the brain's main function is to protect us. It's to keep us safe. And that's a good thing. But sometimes that mechanism can cause problems if we don't pay attention. Because a lot of the time, The brain, in the interest of protecting us, worries about things it does not need to worry about. So it's important that your children learn to use their brain to play to their advantage rather than against them, because the mind surely will do just that if they let it. So you can ask your child, for example, this question, what are some of the things their brain notices that it does not like? And explain to them that the things they think about determine how they feel. And for you, I will add that we can never think and not feel. We can never feel without a thought. Unless, okay, if it's physical pain, like you knock your toe against a chair, 
then the signal is sent from your toe to your brain to signal the pain so that you can act upon it. But for emotional feelings, it's always coming from the brain via a thought and then being signaled down to the body in a form of an emotion manifested as an energy, as a current, right? So it's very important your child understands that he or she can try and direct his or her brain to focus on what's going well in their life rather than on what's not going well, on the negative, right? When they focus on the negative, they will attract more negative into their life. And that can keep the child stuck in negative emotions, for example, in procrastination, in anxiety, and in stress, and in overwhelm, right? And in fear, of course, and in resentment or anger even, and sadness as well. So I would like to share with you a few questions that they can ask themselves in these situations in their you know life situations let's say they have an argument with their sibling or they have a disagreement with a friend or they have a change in their routine right is this really that big of a problem is there another way for me to think about this situation does it really matter is there something else i could focus on that would help me feel better I'll repeat the questions. Is this really that big of a problem? And that's valid even for all of us adults, right? When we're faced with something, with a situation, right? Is this really that big of a problem? Is there another way for us to think about the situation? Does it really matter? And is there something else that I could focus on that would help me feel better? It's really important they understand that the brain even though it is the most efficient tool on the planet, it's a lazy machine. It likes to save its energy. And to do that, it wants to keep repeating the things that it knows best, even if it means to keep us stuck. And so this is why when schools, you know, started to reopen, a lot of the kids had anxiety about going back because you know, meeting new people, going to a new school or trying new things or being in a crowded place when they had isolated at home for over a year. All of that was looking very overwhelming. So reminding your child that even though doing new things can be scary, they need to understand that nothing has gone wrong. On the contrary, it is just their brain operating as normal, operating perfectly, trying to keep them safe even when there is no danger because the brain does not know the difference between a real danger or an imaginary one. So it's okay to find it scary And to do it anyway, because it is actually not that scary. And if we don't do it anyway, then we're going to be kept stuck. And eventually we're going to be feeling like, you know, kept in a prison in some way. So as a family, I would suggest you might want to decide on a, you know, on a dare uh, that you want to take on during the week to maybe show your brain That doing new things, things that are out of your comfort zone, out of the comfort zone of your child is nothing to worry about. It is actually a very healthy process and it is actually the way to grow with confidence in life. 
And of course, you know, as you are their mom, their dad, um, their relative, you know, their friend, um, family friend, you know, you can make sure that the day of the week is safe and that it is appropriate and also congratulate them to to be willing to boost their confidence level. And uh, that will also help them, you know, quiet that overly concerned voice in their head. I think, you know, a few post-pandemic there could be, you know, to go back to school part-time, you know, when, when let's say school was opening, there was an option to go back part-time uh, or maybe to go even to summer camp part-time, um, to reach to someone your age in your neighborhood and to try and make a new friend, to maybe come help, you know, you with running some errands. So slowly they get back into the world, right? They get back into a supermarket, they get back into crowded places, um, and to decide ahead of time to spend less time on video games and more time with real friends. How do we do that? We decide the day before for tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow, how many minutes do I want to spend on a video game? And you decide ahead of time so that, you know, it's not decided from your primitive brain, it's decided from your higher thinking brain. And on that, I would suggest also to explain to your children that the second thing your brain is super good at doing is to seek pleasure, right? It's to seek things that are fun and exciting. It wants to avoid pain and discomfort at all costs, even if it means uh, becoming, you know, getting you addicted to candy or TV or video games or to getting new things, Why? Because when your brain feels excited and when it feels, you know, that it's getting a reward, it releases a chemical called dopamine, which tells your brain, oh, this is good. This is fun. And also that it wants more of the, this is good and this is fun, right? So as you might know, I'm a certified life and weight loss coach. And I can tell you that the same is true when we eat sugar, especially sugar. Um, so while having fun um, is great and eating sugar can feel great too, too much of anything can truly cause problems to us later on. So it's really important to um, you know, teach our, our children to come from a place of wisdom uh, and control, right? To decide ahead of time how much we want to eat or how much we want to play on, on screen uh, so that we are in control of the thing or of the food or of the alcohol and not those things controlling us, right? Because eventually that's what would happen. Um, and then the other thing is to teach our children that time is the only thing, the only commodity that we all have the same amount of in a day, right? Whether we're a child or the president of the United States or you or me or them, we all have 24 hours in a day. And I think when we're children and when we're teenagers, we feel time is no big deal because we have so much of it, right? It feels like we have so much of it. But we know, you and I, you know, parents and adults, that that's not true. So I think it's important to teach our children about using their time wisely and to not forget things like relationships and helping someone in need in their community, right? Um, acting responsibly. Um, before we end this episode, right, the episode of 
kind of a first, you know, mini series on my providing you tools to helping your children have a successful, balanced life, I want to recommend the same thing that I recommend for you always, which is to encourage them to write their thoughts down, right? I call it a thought download. So get them a nice notebook and offer them this little homework. Um, it's, it's not long and it's very powerful. So number one, you can tell them this. Number one, think about your day today. What parts of your day stand out the most to you? And don't overthink this, right? This is not an essay. No one's grading you. This is for you to see what your brain recalls from the day. And I recommend they set a timer for, you know, five to 10 minutes, depending on, you know, each individual. Um, and if it's a younger child, you can also help them by writing their thoughts down for them with their own words. Number two, excuse me, I just took a sip of water. Number two, now um, take a look at what you wrote, right? Take a look at what you wrote. How many negative things does your brain recall, right? How many negative things does the brain recall and look at them? But then also, how many positive things does your brain recall? And I want you to try and circle the positive ones. And remember, like this is, you know, there's no right and wrong, no wrong. This is just really good to gain some awareness over what your brain is doing. And then number three, I want your child to pick one negative thing that he or she wrote about on that page and then answer these questions. Is this something or is this um, situation, right? Is this thing really a problem? And then what is the worst that could happen from this situation? And if that happened, meaning the worst, then what would I do? And then to kind of go from there, like once we've looked at the worst and we know that generally the worst isn't going to happen, then maybe we can kind of, you know, think about the situation differently and, um, you know, don't like, it's not as dramatic as it looked, right? Uh, so maybe we can go to a closer place of feeling neutral about it rather than feeling very sad or depressed or very down uh, or betrayed or something. Number four, choose one thing you wrote about that positive. How do you feel about focusing on this part of your day? What if you decided to keep looking out for things that you like, right? Things that you like about yourself, things that you like about your life, um, things that you like about the people around you. What would be different for you if this positive was your main focus, right? And again, it goes back to what I always tell you, you know, what we focus on, we attract. So we want to try and focus even on the small positives of the day rather than on the big negative, on the big, you know, whatever upset of the day, because the more we focus on that, the more we attract that. So we want to attract the positive and remind your children that Worrying is useless. Seriously, science has not yet proven worry to be a useful feeling. So worrying is just going to the future. And since none of us has a, have a crystal ball, you know, why not trust and remind ourselves that 
and 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 you know not only remind yourself but remind your children especially that they are loved that they are safe and you know to go to the future and to uh what hypothetically could be happening is just not uh useful to them to close uh on today i would like to really recommend a book that i have personally really enjoyed for many years and it's called mama le knows best it's by an author called marjorie ingall it's a great book and in this book this author she shares a lot of jewish secrets for raising self-sufficient, kind, ethical, accomplished children. And she does it with such great humor um, in which I and I'm sure everyone can can identify no matter no matter your faith, right? It doesn't it's not because she refers to a lot of Jewish values. It literally is is for everybody. So if you're a parent, I highly recommend this book. Um, and I will post the information in the, in the show notes. My beautiful souls, stay tuned as next week I'm going to pursue this important topic on helping you help your children thrive. We're going to talk more about emotions. We're going to talk more about, you know, how to help them create their life with intention. So um, stay tuned and have a beautiful 4th of July weekend. It's going to be a great celebration um, for America. And if, like me, you celebrate Shabbat, then Shabbat Shalom. Thank you very much. I will be here next week. Ciao, ciao. My beautiful souls, don't forget to treat yourself to your complimentary private session with me to start getting unstuck immediately and getting solutions to start creating your best life. Find the link in the show notes. And if you enjoy this podcast, please help me grow my reviews by just taking a few minutes of your time to leave me your review on Apple Podcast. Merci beaucoup, and I will see you here next week. Ciao, ciao.